Hello and welcome to Snap, Cackle and Pop. The breakfast show for people who wake up at 5pm. My name's Lucas. I'm Laura. And we're here to give you your weekly pop culture rundown without the frills. From famous views to shocking scandals to tantalising trends, we've got you covered. So sit back and tuck into a conversation with your two podcast pals. And on this week's episode, we introduce you to our new salacious breakfast book club. We find out if Laura and Ella's iPad truly are one and the same. And we have a very calm, non-heated conversation about the Golden Globes. Enjoy! Hello, Laura. Hello, hello. It's good to see your face again. It's been a whole week. Yes, a full week. Um, And here we are on the the 5th of February on a very important day. Do Do you know why it's an important day, Laura? No. Do you want to guess? <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking like um, there's like different weeks. We're, are we're, we? We're in like is it? Are we in? It's a week. We're in a week. This is today's. Isn't this HIV week? Is that is that it? And there's like a mental health week as well. Coming. I don't up. want to diminish the importance of both HIV and mental health awareness week because it's not today. It's not today. Today is actually the one year anniversary of Snap Cackle and Pop being a podcast. Happy birthday. Yeah, fuck uh, HIV testing week. Yeah. Who cares? And fuck me, because obviously I'm just not <laughs> dedicated to this podcast at all. Wow, it's been a whole year. A whole year. Wow, I feel like we should have had a big bonanza planned. Big summer blowout. The same old shit. <laughs> this episode. Uh, should, uh, should we have a highlights reel where we should we reenact our best moments? Yeah, like a friends, like you know, and friends when they like can be asked to write an episode and then they just show yeah like snippets from all. The past 10 episodes should we have like a reunion an episode oh an omnibus yeah. they always used to do hollyoaks on omnibuses not that like i used to watch hollyoaks but i always just thought omnibus is such a omnibus. an intense word for hollyoaks they have them for super soup what are they called soap operas <laughs> soap operas because <laughs> they show because they show them like every night don't they and then on like friday you can get the omnibus where you can watch all yeah them and go, and it's i kind of i kind would like to do that we could do a snap and cackle and pop Omnibus. Omnibus. Pomnibus. Pombas. Pombas. Snap, cackle, and pombas. Um, well, as the listener, I guess you could just omnibus yourself and. Yeah, um, you could just have a binge. Just have a binge. In fact, you should, because yeah. it's been a year of us providing you top quality content. It's the least you could do. Sorry, yes. I didn't mean to be that aggressive. <laughs> I think we just lost. I think we just lost off our last fans. There we go. The last poppers just left. <laughs> She's a psycho. I'm not going to listen to her anymore. <laughs> um, well, happy one year to our baby. So, like, it's out of nappies, I'd say. Oh, yeah. What did say? babies do at one? No, they're still in nappies. No, I don't they're know still in nappies you. at one. Walking. I feel like it's, uh, yeah, it can lift its head. Is that yeah. Okay? It can swallow its own what? food. No, it can always it's, do that. It's, it's gills are closed over or something. Like, the. <laughs> what kind of shape of water shit is this? <laughs> It can breathe in water. It can breathe. Can our babies breathe? <laughs> can our baby breathe? Um, as a child, did your parents ever take you to those um swimming classes? The baby swimming classes? See, not baby swimming, but I do have a really traumatic childhood past memory. She stopped after um, past. I do have a really traumatic childhood past. I do past. have a really traumatic past, to be honest. <laughs> I know I have very um, ingrained trauma, trauma of a, um abusive swimming instructor instructor oh who was i am um, my i went to swimming classes i think i must have been like six and i had this swimming instructor i wanted i went because i wanted to be with my sister because i literally had to be with her all of the time <laughs> um but she was obviously put in the big kids group and i was mm-hmm. in the li- little squishes group mm-hmm. and it was run by this psychopath <laughs> and i thought i made this up but my like me and my parents have spoken about it years on and like they they have confirmed my my memory um because I thought he had it in for me and like he bullied me every single lesson he hated me I don't know why he was horrible he was really really shouty he yelled and we were like toddlers (laughs) and he'd like scream at us and there was this game called mushrooms and every lesson we'd finish on mushrooms and you'd have to like go every lesson we'd finish and we do mushrooms and we do mushrooms (laughs) (laughs) and um 
you'd have to like hold your breath and see how long you can hold your breath for and flow. Yeah. And I would hate it and I'd like like panic because I couldn't breathe. And then I'd like come up for air, air and I'd lose every time. And he'd be like, get back down <sighs> and like make me stay there. <laughs> I told my dad. <laughs> And he didn't believe me. And I said, no, like, this man is trying to kill me. (laughs) And then my dad finally went to a lesson and watched it and, like, realised this guy was crazy and was like, okay, you don't have to do swimming anymore. And I think this is why I'm not very good at swimming now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Did you ask for it? No, but that's my story. (laughs) And there's a full year of this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A full year of stories we did not ask for. (laughs) I feel like to celebrate, we should we should have had like a little like um, a champagne or something like a little drink. Um, but but you can drink now, can't you? I can drink, but also I can't because um, I Ooh. have drunk to break my dry January. For those of mm. you who missed our last episode, I have been doing dry January. I am a <laughs> pinnacle of health, and yes, I did it in a lockdown. It was like no big deal. But, I did it. Um, but yeah, I had a G and T. To celebrate and I keep getting hangovers like an hour after drinking <gasps> and I had it the other day I had my glass of wine and then like two hours after I was literally like I think I'm gonna die and oh. now I'm really really scared that I can't drink again Laura we need to get you on a course we need it's to get really, you on a course it's really concerning isn't it we have to it's you it's you and that swimming teacher but instead of mushroom it's uh, it's a pint no! it's a fucking pint <laughs> get back down <laughs> like that's quite worrying that is worrying um and now i don't want it no laura we, we aren't talking like this okay bye I, I was really i was really scared to break news to you but like it's really bad like i have a glass of wine and i literally just zombie well it was good that snap tackle and pop managed to last a full year um, <laughs> it was a good run wasn't it oh so, my yeah, god i won't recognize dry jan because it just sucks the enjoyment. So you just can't drink. It's like, oh, Jackie's over. But no, you just can't drink anymore. Maybe it's withdrawal rules. This is so different from last week where you were like, my body's a temple. I, I move through the wind with the elegance of a squirrel. And now you're like, oh, I feel shit like a zombie. I feel disgusting. Yeah, it's horrible. Oh. It's really bad. Oh my God. But anyway, well, you can have a drink. And I'll, I'll try. Have I'll have a drink in a paracetamol. <laughs> hopefully it'll be okay maybe there might be like a you should join a forum or something of like how to get off dry january alcoholics anonymous <laughs> but, but the like, opposite alcoholics <laughs> trying to get back into the frame alcoholus anonymous <laughs> just trying to climb back onto the wagon yeah get, get back on to get back off <laughs> yeah i honestly think also it's like an environmental thing like you've been sober at home for a month now and i think once you get back to university like that like association will switch mm, and then you're like yeah i'll get back to my overexcitedness yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm gonna um, tank the unit <laughs> no not uh not the first um not the first five minutes of therapy over here <laughs> <laughs> right we've been through my trauma my uh my alcoholism what next <laughs> what <we're> next <laughs> my fear of intimacy <laughs> Let's delve into that. Well, I mean, since we're talking about mental health, I feel like we should mention um, some very mm. good mental health news. Um, yes, indeed. That popped up this week because we it, we have been talking about the influencers a lot. Yeah, um, you'd, we like to give you our Love Island update. <laughs> <laughs> From one influencer to another, we love yeah. to just... I like to keep close tabs on them. All, see what <laughs> Laura is following them physically. Mm. Um, but it, it has all been a bit... Um, dicey spicy with the influencers recently um and so it's very nice that we actually there's some good influencer news which is dr alex who i wouldn't call him an influencer uh, oi, oi, oi. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. not really an influencer because he's, he's too good to be an influencer but he was a he's but he is an influence influences what is what is the definition of an influencer that is yeah. i think that's what it boils down to really because i think that on 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 the Instagram, you have like influencers and you have activists, and I feel like an influencer is someone who like, I in my mind, an influencer is someone who makes people do something they don't want to do. <laughs> I just want to buy shit they don't need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like it makes them buy like that five pound boohoo top that's made out of the tears of like Vietnamese children. Like you know, it's, they do things that are bad. Basically, in my mind, mm. that's what an influencer is. Whereas an activist is someone who like you know speaks truth to power and like yeah has a voice. i'd say he's more of an advocate and an activist activist seems a bit extreme though i can't imagine him you know 
climbing the walls of Downing Street, like give us mental health care. But you know, he's like, he's just very ahoy hoy hoy. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. Well, I mean, we've we've talked about it without actually talk about yeah, what we we're talking about. Yeah, we have what he's doing. Yeah, um, he's become mental health ambassador. The youth mental health ambassador. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is obviously very important. Um, as as two as two as two mental health ambassadors wannabes. No, as two like uh, people who 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 study and work within the field of mental health. And actually, Laura That's is indeed. is in fact. Uh, cervix deep in the world of mental health i am i'm balls deep in mental health i'm sick of it all <laughs> at the minute Wait, do, do you think you'll get to meet dr alex no oh, <laughs> you play your cards right he met our ceo actually so there you go claire murdoch who's the um she's the head of mental health and nhs england and she's also the ceo of the service that i work for did a whole spiel about how dr alex is you know best thing since sliced bread so that's exciting oh. I, yeah. I kind of think he is. I mean, but I, I mean, I don't think, I don't think he himself is like, I know, I think he, he's a very good, I don't think he's like a revolutionary or anything. I think the, the thing that is revolutionary is having someone who is from Love Island and someone who has this youth following being able to, yeah. to engage with people in a way that it's not even that it's good for their mental health. It's that it's not bad because every other influencer is bad for your mental I health. Think, and also I think, um, it's yeah i think to have the love island label on you like there is a definite i don't know stereotype of who you are yeah and i think the only other person who's ever kind of been on love island and had spoken about real life issues was camilla um mm-hmm. thurlow who was obviously like oh she, she was like a bomb she, she like, was a went bomb. to like she, she was a bomb she, she, was bomb. Yeah, she <laughs> went to like developing countries and like dismantle bombs like that was her job and she was like a massive human rights activist but then she was on love island and everyone was just like why are you here and she was like talking about feminism and shit and everyone was like huh eh? <laughs> <Femina>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like to have that obviously it's like so refreshing um i mean that's i that's the thing and i, I don't want to criticize people who go on love island because if you go on love island that's your choice but there are some people who are absolutely amazing and i think actually the people in love island they do choose people who do some of whom who have amazing jobs and you are like the the top in your field or you're a leading doctor or you're like a rocket scientist and then you go on love island and you're just you're just the center of everyone's memes you know what mm-hmm. i mean like yeah. it, and even dr alex who he is now what he's doing is really really amazing when he was on love island he was a joke he was a joke he, he was, was a, a joke. joke i mean he was a bizarre lizard man. I respect him yeah. now, but I didn't know. What I to know. Yeah, um, he was. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it just very odd. It was just but... it completely when now now you know seeing what he's done and like seeing how much potential he has and had mm. and such. A, it's just like Love Island was such a, a the wrong decision for him. It was a very odd decision. I think he. Um, I guess. Yeah, he was the kind of people who like like to take a new spin on it, and obviously, like he kept his job as an A and E doctor, and he's a GP, mm-hmm. and he's definitely caught into a niche of like young people know who he is, but then also like middle aged people will be like, oh, "What a lovely young man," kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just I wonder, like, obviously, <laughs> I don't want to be cynical. Uh, I'm going to be cynical. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think it's like obviously an amazing thing, and for him. Obviously, he has a very personal link to it because losing his brother, like mm-hmm. to suicide and everything. So I think, um, yeah, all props, to, all props to him. But I don't know. I think what frustrates me, and I think the the general kind of thing that we live in is like, you know, how people just go like, "Oh, be kind, be mm. kind," mm. and like Insta- Instagrams will just be like, "Just be kind today. If you can do <laughs> one thing in this world, be kind." And it's like. No, like, that's just not. That's not the solution. And like, that's not the solution. And I think we um, like it's really important to have mental health education. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like he's definitely speaking out to like and representing a whole generation of young people who, who are basically like not being listened to. Yeah, and I think that's really important. But I just wonder how much kind of posting and Instagramming will do for someone mm-hmm. who like I am working in the NHS and I am seeing the effect 
well, the state of mental health services are in in this country at the minute, especially mm-hmm. on COVID. Yeah. And it's like, being nice and posting on Instagram, <laughs> it's just not enough. Yeah. Someone who spends their life in and out of a ward because they're so unwell, they can't hold down a job or they yeah. can't physically look after themselves or they're a danger to themselves or their family. It's like, I don't know, to me... I think there's a version of mental health that is really palatable to the public and it's kind Mm -hmm. of sexy. And I think that's when you talk about, you know, mindfulness and things like that. But then there's this whole side of mental health that's just not getting looked at and really, really needs investing in. Like the public don't care about that because it's Mm -hmm. not attractive. I don't know how to explain it, but But I really don't want to shit all over this music. (laughs) Lovely. (laughs) But But you you use the word attractive and I think that's like a very... It's, the, it's exactly the right word to use because I there is a fear in me that this whole thing is a is is cosmetic that you know mm. Boris Johnson he's like okay right well young people they need they have mental health problems so how are we going to solve it oh there's someone who speaks to young people we'll just make him an ambassador and like yeah I'm I'm sure that Doctor you know, Doctor Alex has done a lot of work for mental health and I think he works very hard to promote good mental health in children and young people but I'm not sure that the government really are looking for someone to affect change i'm not sure they'll allow him to affect change i think they'll allow him to they'll post pictures of him on their instagram be like oh look we're doing something but Mm. and i think he says you know i aim to shape policy and like i i know he has the best intentions but it's like i don't think people really estimate how meaty and complex the problem is and the Mm -hmm. kind of people who actually get affected by it it's, you know, it's homeless people, it's Bane people, people with learning yeah. disabilities, people in and out of the care system, like... People who have addiction disorders, which is such a big yeah, thing that people just... Offenders, are, like, like that, but they don't get a say. Yeah, because they're not, they're not, like, appealing. They're not, no. you know, their mental health isn't appealing, basically. Yeah. Um, I, I love that someone actually sent us this, someone said, oh, you should talk about this topic. Like someone sent us this and they're like, oh, here's some good news for you to talk about. And we've just taken this piece of good news and we've just shat all over it. I'm so um, sorry. But yeah, it's lovely. Well done to him. Yeah, um, well done to him. And I, 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 would, I hope that he makes a change. I'm, I'm doubtful that Boris and his, and Boris's Tory government will allow him to make a change. But yeah, I, I'm hopeful. Mm. Um, you know, we've been having, we've, been having a lot of um listeners writing in to us um we have a lot of listener suggestions swamped i'm drowning in listener suggestions um but another one of our listeners actually recommended um that we review um a book on the podcast this is uh, this is the transition everyone's been waiting for so we had a suggestion from our friend Arme, um, to maybe do a little book club. But obviously, because this is Snap, Cackle and Pop, and we are two very sexual, erotic individuals, we thought we'd make it, we do a little erotic book club, which we are calling Red to Filth. Red <laughs> to Filth? Red to Filth. I didn't get it to start with. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you need to get it, Google it. Um, but yeah, so I, so we're going to be reviewing some of some of the best erotica on the internet, maybe for the next over mm. the next few weeks. Mm. <laughs> Is this going to be a thing? Is this oh, going to be a regular thing? <laughs> maybe maybe dispersed. It might be dispersed. <laughs> um, so, Laura, do you want to tell the readers what we have for our first our so first foray? This was sent in, and I've read it, and it's well, it's called. My handsome sentient face mask protects me despite the ridiculous conspiracy theories that he won't. Also, he pounds my butt (laughs) by Chuck Tingle. And Chuck Tingle is a well-known erotica author. um, And his brand is... Erotic. (laughs) He likes to specialise in um, kind of surrealism, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, yes, uh, you know, um, he he trans he uh, transcends the boundaries. Yeah, magical realism—that's what we're going to call oh. it. Magical realism, but then it's also grounded in a topical COVID social commentary. Theme. Yes. Yeah, well, we're going to have to explore what it means. Um, so, do you, okay, do you do you have a section that is of particular? There was one section. So, as a as a brief synopsis, oh, our yes. protagonist Tyler 
is um I forgot their name. Lovely that you remember. <laughs> is in a cafe with his friends who are um spewing kind of conspiracy theories against why you shouldn't wear a face mask and mm-hmm. Tyler just can't deal with this yeah. because his face mask is so loyal to him and protects him at all costs. As it does. Um, and then later on in the evening, his face mask saves him from a bloodthirsty homicidal maniac who's roaming the streets called As it Billings does. Butcher. And he does, yeah. It's it's the narrative jumps around a bit. It does. It's, 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 it starts in um it starts in social commentary, moves to adventure, then ends in well. You could tell us how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, to which uh, his face mask, sentient face mask, Trimble. Trimble? Trimble? Yeah. <laughs> Trimble. Trimble? And him uh, realise their feelings for for each other and and as the title goes, pound each other's ass, basically. <laughs> it's, um, it's, what is it? What, what is, is it? it? Why is this here? Why what did you send it? me this? That's what I want to know. Why? Why? It's a challenge. That's what it is. It's a challenge for all of us. Um, so yeah, do, do you have a section that? Well, I will actually. Well, I'm not going to read the sexy bit. Is oh. even sex? Honestly, it's actually quite triggering for my uh, my own fan fiction days. To be honest, that's the main reason I find it so disturbing <laughs> because it reminds me of year ten fan fiction days. Um, don't look at me like that. I'm just going <laughs> to. Did you write fan fiction? We, we used teenage girls and fan fiction, Lucas. Really? Like, oh my god, everywhere. Really? I just yeah. thought fan fiction was for like nerds. No, oh. it was a, that sexy bit of escapism that you need when you're fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> fifteen illiterate. Um, um, but I actually really enjoy just the 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 um the dialogue. <laughs> The COVID, the, the pro um, mask wearing dialogues. I'm just gonna, this isn't a sexy bit. So you're gonna just glance, I'll find this. Okay, okay, I'll do a sexy bit afterwards. Most restaurants require face masks if you'd like to be served. And as private establishments, that is obviously within their right. Hell, they could require face masks even without a worldwide, worldwide global pandemic. But more important than the technical request of masking up is the kind message that it sends to everyone else. The visual display that says, I'm caring enough not only to protect myself, but to protect the people I come in contact with. At this point, it's just common courtesy. Apparently, Mark, his friend, doesn't think so. What do they mean they can track you, I question. Not quite sure what my friend is trying to say. Who is they? The powers that be, Mark continues. The government. You mean like President Trump? <laughs> Still not getting it. Oh no, Trump isn't part of the government. And then he goes on to talk about how Bill Gates yep. is trying to Bill track Gates. them. I don't know. It's just... It's interesting. What is it? What is... And eventually, obviously, it does transcend into a more sexual nature. Um, oh, and the, the unicorn. There's, there's a unicorn. Oh, there's a unicorn there. somewhere. The unicorn I, features. But um, I, I thought I would give, I'll give a little um, a synopsis of the sexual part as well for the listeners. Um, after having him so close to my face for so long, I never realised just how much I wanted this. As soon as the tension breaks, we're all over each other, making out passionately as our hands begin to explore one another's body. This is him and a, and a face mask. And a face mask. Yeah. I begin to push Trimble back into the living room, making our way through the apartment until he finally collapses into the soft cushions of the couch. <laughs> I climb up on top of the sentient face mask and continue to kiss him, making my way from his lips to his neck to his collarbone. I'll save, I'll leave it there. Are you going to stop there? <laughs> I'll leave it there because it gets a bit more erotic. It gets a bit, and then it just, it's not even, it doesn't even flirt with uh, the sex. It's very um, straightforward. Just, graphic were you turned on no me neither i wasn't turned on it wasn't quite 50 shades it was quite disturbing and i want to know why i want to know why i would would (laughs) like to know why i have an issue i would like to bring up with the literature the the required reading so the Mm. whole thing is about um like being safe and wearing a mask to protect yourself right i think that was the underlying message but i lost it in all of the jizz and bum hole (laughs) references so it's all about like protecting yourself and being safe they don't use a condom <laughs> so uh, just... um, do, you, do you need one with the face mask well, <laughs> is the face I'm mask gonna... is the face mask on prep if not then we have an issue <laughs> you know 
Yeah, it's a very valid point. Inconsistent messaging point. is all I'm saying. I like the bit where um, <laughs> it's like showing off his body and then goes like something like, you like this physique? It's because you keep me safe and in good shape. <laughs> I underlined that. He says, you like the way that healthy body looks? I coo. That's all thanks to you. You keep me feeling great. It really makes me look at my face, Marcus, in a different way. What is the meaning? The meaning is... The meaning is... <laughs> what is the meaning? The meaning is people should not be allowed to post stuff on the internet without strict <laughs> relegations. <laughs> COVID restrictions. Um, I have, I have a, I think I have a, an interpretation of the meaning. Are you ready to Go hear on it? Then. Yeah, is there like an under my underlying metaphor that I'm missing? For me, I think it's like he loves his mask and his mask is his life because his mask gives him life and it protects him. You know? <laughs> well, yeah. His mask that's protects he, him. But then his mask he... also penetrates morally. So I'm, I mean, anally, so I'm very, very, very confused. Um, it's actually oh. orally and anally. But... Actually, yeah, it was actually a bit of a mix. So. Both. But it's like, you know, it's like if someone, if someone in your life um, protected you that much, of course you'd let them penetrate you. No? I hate this <laughs> so much. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Um, the other, the other question that I have for in our little book club, um, which object would you like to have sex with? <laughs> There's something in your life that you're so grateful for that you would be willing to have sex with it. My chili bottle. Oh, that is a good one. <laughs> I love my chili. Yeah, that's a good one. If I could have a loving relationship with one thing, it would be my chili. But not like that this is horrible <laughs> chuck jingle get on it laura and her chili bottle we're looking for the next book no i don't know where you found this where did you find this um what did you search <laughs> i've known about chuck jingle for a while me and my friends back at school we used to be like have you heard of this chuck jingle really yeah um, wow my friend boris loves chuck jingle and not to call him out but he's a big fan well apparently he's a leading name in uh in this brand of smut smut <laughs> can i share with the uh listeners what some of the titles of his other works because they did really really amuse me so we have they kind of follow a theme <laughs> okay um so pounded in my butt by fan fiction hosting website archive of our owns <laughs> you go award nomination <laughs> at rex law firm executive boner there wasn't a verb there Pounded in the butt by Area 51 while attempting to storm it. Topical for years, years past. <laughs> Pounded in the butt by oh. the handsome sentient manifestation of my Twitch stream. <laughs> it's very repetitive. There's a lot of pounding in the butt. It's, it's, it, they, follow a, they follow a theme. And then here's my favourite. Not pounded by anything while I practice responsible social distancing. A plot so twist. I feel like that might be a bit boring. But <laughs> probably, probably. Lovely, wow. yeah. lovely for him. Well, I mean, I guess um, the only question left is uh, how many how many stars do you give it? Um, how many sloppy stars do you give it? Six out of nine. Oh, that's that's quite good. <laughs> she quite enjoyed it after all that. Um, mm. Well, I guess next week then the the only things left to do is in the next instalment of Red to Filth, you have to find me some of. I'm gonna have to dig really, 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 really deep. I don't know if I can share that part of my life with you, to be honest. Please. Yeah, I think for our first, our first edition of Red to Filth. Red to Filth. <laughs> um, I feel quite soiled, honestly. So I was reading it, and not a lot of things make me uncomfortable sexually. Um, and I was reading it, and I thought, <laughs> I thought this has done it, hasn't it? This has done it. Yeah, I like the um, I like the wider social commentary of wearing a mask. <laughs> Love for your mask. You should not love your mask too much. I think the moral of the story is appreciate your mask, however you mm, feel comfortable. Within reason. Within reason. Within re consensually. Consensual yes. appreciation. Well, it was a nice consensual exchange. Yeah. So, so that's all we could ask for, really. Um, and, you know, this is really talking about you and your fanfic, your little 15 year old fanfic. This does sort of bring us on very nicely to a topic that's very related about. Um, you know, uh, young, not young children, that sounds weird, but that's not great. That's not a great way to move on. Young um, children being sexual, is that what you wanted to say? 
<laughs> no, I'm, the exploration of sexuality of of of, of teenagers. <laughs> I don't know if we can use yes. this. <laughs> um, just say what say what we're talking about before I get so, in trouble with the authorities. <laughs> they're already coming. The men are already coming. Um, yeah, so kind of related on the fan fiction tangent and mm-hmm. discovering your sexuality. <laughs> high school um is recent is it a scandal i it's say more scandal. Of a public just... debate with zoella of yeah. all people surprise zoe yeah and her um her sex toy drama which yeah i didn't see this coming no i didn't i mean she's kind of like a um a child like a like a furby Yes, not like a furry. A That's different. But no, but <laughs> she could be. She could be. You've heard it here first. So whether is a furry. Um, um, yeah. So why don't you tell us what happened? She well, she's recently came out uh, with a statement because apparently AQA. Do you remember AQA? God, <laughs> I thought I'd blocked that from my memory. Two people who have managed to uh, like jump out of obscurity this week have been Zoella and AQA. <laughs> God, I can't believe they're still kicking around. Yeah, um, right. Ruining people's life. Give <laughs> a break. Cancelled. Fuck off. <laughs> um, yeah, AQA have cancelled Zoella from there. <laughs> I think she was on a media, a media GCSE yes. course, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and they dropped her <laughs> because of her, um, because she did a kind of promo for a sex toy. A, re- a review, I think, a review, on, yeah. on her website. And um, they obviously said it was very inappropriate and therefore they don't want to be using her for educating children in, in a classroom because obviously the two are related, are they? But, um, and obviously it's, it sparks a bit of a debate because kind of the fact that they're dropping them kind of pushes the idea that because she spoke about masturbation as a mm. woman, she is somehow should not be used to educate children and is inappropriate because she associated with the concept of masturbation like it's not even like that it's on her role in the course has nothing to do with this post about sex toys it's just that she has happened to post about sex toys she didn't even know she was on the course apparently she said she she had (laughs) no idea that she was her business was um part of this media AQA course until they were like, ugh, you've been fiddling yourself all day. Like, she said, let me let me back on the course material and then my lawyers are going to call you to take me back off it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of old, it, stiff old men right. being uncomfortable with the fact that ladies like to have fun times on their own. Yeah, because I, like, I, I mean, I'm no GCSE expert, but I'm pretty sure that the the like the literature that you cover in GCSE, like in English literature and stuff, there are books that have sex scenes in it. That I'm pretty sure there are books that have probably scenes of sexual assault in it. Um, so you know, all children are exposed to all these things. Uh, and then when it comes to a woman pleasuring herself, they're like, not that, not that. Mm, no, 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 no. What yeah. if women learn that they don't need a man? Oh no! Oh no! No no. The vagina's not just for babies. What? Oh. But I think like it, it is a yeah. It's I'm glad she kind of spoke up about it and she did like make a really good point of just being like, "You're all fucking pathetic." Yeah. <laughs> women wank. <shock>. Yeah. <laughs> Newsflash. But it's true because I think it just does shed a light on um, the way schools treat sex and sex education and until you're unless you try really really hard to look elsewhere all you really get taught as a girl is that a man sticks his thing in you Mm -hmm. and you hope to god that you don't get pregnant and if you do then you go see bloody Angela down at the sex clinic and she'll (laughs) give you a she'll help you out and they give you free condoms and PE and that's about it yeah um Meanwhile, boys learn everything there is to know about the female body of porn. Yeah. Which is equally 
wild. Ridiculous. So, I, I'm pretty sure our whole sex ed, we just spent it learning which way round a condom is the right way round. A condom on the banana. And then like, you have to look at it like this. And let me tell you, I have never put on a condom and been like, which way is the right way round? You just know. You just know which way the right way round is. Like, it's well, you not- just don't use it like everyone else. <laughs> N- not on National HIV Testing Week. Not now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I mean, just let the girl back on the course, you know. I don't even know if she cared about being on the course, but I just think, I'm trying to think of like other people, historic figures or kind of cultural figures we know about that get taught about in school. But they must have, a sex life outside of what they did yeah which is worth knowing about if you know what i mean so like yeah i don't know it's just really weird that women have to like tick every single box in order to pass mm-hmm. yeah and it's like yeah she's a really really successful businesswoman and kids should learn about well if you care about <laughs> you're doing media i guess <laughs> learn about how to build a business off youtube and make yeah. ridiculous lumps of money off it but she also has sexual urges yeah like most human beings and, <laughs> and do you know what the first the first step to starting a business is no what yes you do laura if you have to start a business what do you have to do before <laughs> what do you have to do before you start a business tell us like a dick. <laughs> get a job start a business like a dick yeah exactly that's what she's doing she's that's- just following the government guidelines <laughs> Oh my god! Also, I would love. I haven't looked at the review, but I assume a Zoella like sex toy review is like. It was very nice. I really enjoyed it. It made me feel happy. I like the color. I think it fits my my neutral tones of my bathroom. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like you know what I mean. Um, Yeah, I think it is like. I don't know. It it just to show like the schools of so archaic and like. Even now, you it's so heterized, like for queer people. I mean, you, they don't, yeah. like, do you learn how to even? That, I, I have no idea. Please tell me. I'm still trying to work it out. Please, please. And I think this, this like, bizarre, I don't know, just this dream world that people are living in that kids, not even, not kids, obviously, but like young adults learn stuff pretty quickly about yeah. their body and it's much better to be open and honest and safe about it rather than living in this kind of world where you can't talk about it and you don't get learned anything and yeah. then you know you're open to all kinds of vulnerability and yeah although at the oh, same time just, I don't I just think. just imagine your teacher teaching you you how to give good head <laughs> <laughs> you know like yes I would like I would like the sex ed to be like less less generically like penis and vagina we need to meet in the middle but in the middle somewhere (laughs) please i just want to know what i learned in p what did you learn in pshe do they still have it It, it's compulsory now Uh, this is uh, since uh, all all children from the age of 11 onwards have to have some sort of relationships and sex education um like yeah so the kids but know. What are they learning? What are they learning? Are, are, they, are they still doing like, oh, when, when a man and a woman like each other very much, they do naked cuddling. <laughs> Did you get the video where they tickle each other with a feather? That was no. their idea of telling you what foreplay was. No, when I remember. they chase we... each other around, <laughs> you tickle each other with a feather. Have oh my God. That? Is that nice? Do I, need to, do I need to call Ryan and ask if, if he's okay? If he's been <laughs> enjoying sex? You can say no to the feather, it's fine. It's feather time. <laughs> it's like it's hammer time, but it's feather time. Yeah, I was wrong for so long and no one told me. Just um, the feathers away. We watched a, a video from BBC Algeria. Um, I don't know, don't know why it was from there, but it was there, from there. And it was just two people. It was like a close-in of the boob, a close-in of the scrotum, and then they just silently had sex. <laughs> silent, silent night. Um and then, and then flat change scene. And you just, all of a sudden you're looking at a vagina pushing a baby out. Yeah. And it was like, no warning no and in like, between. <laughs> and that's when I decided to be gay. I, yeah. thought, <laughs> I thought this is a good point to change sides, isn't it? Um, I don't want to do with that shit. I don't want to do that. Um, yeah, there's you just get so the, much. The manky Sorry. pictures. Did you get the manky pictures of the penises and the vaginas with the STDs? Yeah, we got them. Yeah. Um, yeah, we kind of had it in, we kind of had it kind of, 
every few years we'd have the sex lady come in. Yeah, so the other like sex year lady seven as well. was all about periods and was mm. all about how to, you know, she put the tampon in the water and showed you how it absorbed. And then mm-hmm. a few years later, it was like, what statutory rape because we were all like kind of 14 15 in that gray area so it was like oh you better know what statutory rape is because it can happen and then um 16 17 it was like don't get don't get chlamydia don't get chlamydia and don't get pregnant because you need to go to uni yeah um yeah. and that was it that, that was, was it, it. That there was, was it. no like i mean i don't even know when girls start kind of open like openly saying to each other that they masturbate yeah because yeah. you don't like boys boys will talk about wanking until the cows come home but for mm. girls it's you're embarrassed to yeah. say and it's ridiculous yeah completely like, that's why things like this where you where you could see like oh this person like zoella masturbates and that's like that's <laughs> <laughs> if you're oh wait oh masturbates <laughs> yeah i know even my parents make fun of the way they say masturbate it's horrible masturbate, <laughs> masturbate. <laughs> Listen, we, we can't all be masters oh. in it, but I can. Um, Do you remember that um that character in Downton Abbey called Master Bates? Or was it no. Mr. Bates? <laughs> I think it was Mr. Bates, but then me and my family always called him Master Bates. Please not your Downton Abbey fan fiction. Please not that. Please not now. Master Bates. Master Bates. Yeah. Um yeah, just you know, if Zoella does it, then and like if girls like that's the thing, like it's not even now that girls aren't learning. The girls don't have a, a female role model who masturbates to look at. They've now been shown. They're like, oh, this woman masturbates. Yeah, you're never going to look at her again. This is what happens when you openly speak about it. You're Shunned. <laughs> oh, this is very odd. Um, very, very odd. It's fusty very old men being stupid. Crazy. That's my, <laughs> my Crazy. professional opinion of it all. <laughs> Talking about never seeing people again. Have you watched, um, did you watch last night's episode of Drag Race? I did. Okay, spoiler alert. We're going to talk about it for like five minutes. If you don't want to hear spoilers, skip for five minutes because we need to talk about this. <laughs> quick, quick, quick detour. Quick, quick detour. Quick I, U-turn. I need to. I yeah. need to unpack. This is my therapy. I was going to call you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So well. So for those of you who who need some some context, last last night's Drag Race. Um, Ginny Lemon, Drag Race UK, Ginny Lemon and Sister Sister were in the bottom. I was like, okay, this is an interesting lip sync. We haven't seen these two queens lip sync together. Jimmy, Ginny mm. Lemon was like, and their besties. Wa- and their besties as well. Ginny Lemon was warming up. Like, she was so, the minute RuPaul said, you're going to lip sync, she was in character. Like, she was like, she was smiling. She was doing that weird smile. And I was like, what's going on there? Being like a little evil woman. Yeah. Music starts. She's, she like, she literally, she's in time to the music. Like, she's, she gives a kiss in time with the music. I'm like, she's got this. She turns around, walks to the back of the stage, and leaves. Walks off. I've never seen anything like it. I thought it was part of her act. I thought she was going to jump back out, like when the beat dropped or something. I was like, oh, that's creative. <laughs> no, she just, we just kept waiting and she just did not come out. She left and she left with a laugh. And I think it was such a power move. It I, was, it was, I was shocked. It yeah, was, it was ballsy. It was amazing. On a related note, have you heard who everyone is? It's saying that Lawrence Cheney should have played in Snatch Game. Should play. Well, he she won't, but... Um, she gives me like a... um, What's her name? Oh my God, who's the singer? There's a lot of singers. Dua Lipa? <laughs> Susan Boyle. Susan Bo- oh, she says she is the Susan Boyle of drag. She gives me big Susan Boyle vibes. No, no pe- who else? People are saying that they need... They need Lawrence Cheney to play Jackie Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> the people are tweeting the people are tweeting okay i i have a belly laughed at something <laughs> this week until i saw the most bizarre news story in the independent of oh a, my God. a local council zoom meeting which just descended in <laughs> chaos i think if you haven't if you haven't watched it Google, what's the town called? It's uh Oh, it's 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 Hand Hanforth Parish Council. But Hanford it's, Parish Council or just Jackie Weaver, yeah. It's number one it's on YouTube. Lit- it's it's number one everywhere. on YouTube right now. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's the funny, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. It is hilarious. I mean, let's break it down. Let's let's break it down for the kids. You've got so, the different the roles, the cast. 
we've got so Characters. basically it's a it's a, a parish council calls a meeting um and basically the, this woman brings up like some sort of like um a stipulation or something but she has no authority to do it and then so someone's like tells her to fuck off and then she threatens to like kick them out of the zoom and when they when he threatens that when she threatens to kick them out of the zoom the man says you have no authority here jackie Weaver. <laughs> Oh my god! It's and then amazing. she kicks him out. And then, and then she, kicks she kicks him out. out. And just the the uproar. I want to know oh. how so much rage can come out of a local <laughs> parish council. I bet this is a village with about seventy people yeah. in it. And the, the meeting's probably about like I don't know when they should have the next village hall like yeah. meeting or something. Like it's just ridiculous. The yard sale. But they are screaming at each other. It is intense. And then at some point, like, and then then one guy's like, Jackie, you've you've gone against the rules. And she's like, I haven't. He's like, read the rules, read them and understand (laughs) them. Read them and understand. (laughs) Um, And then and then there's a later bit, like in the in the the, um in the whole Zoom meeting. In the fray. Where where Jackie's like, because this man calls himself, I think he's he self-appoints himself the clerk. And he's not the clerk. And she goes. She goes, he calls himself the clerk. Well, I'll call myself Britney Spears. <laughs> it's like Jackie. <sighs> Whose side are you on? That's what I want to know. Oh, I think Are you I... on Jackie's side? <laughs> I am on Jackie's side. I am a believer, as I've, I've coined. I'm a believer. I couldn't leave her if I tried. Nah, I think she's she's lawful evil. She she wields authority that she does not have. She is crazy. You can't kick people out of the Zoom. I mean, Zoom Jackie. It really is, but she's got power. People love Jackie. People love her on the I've internet. Never, honestly, it was honestly the highlight of my day watching that. I just I, love the news to come out of lockdown. <laughs> I feel really sorry for um people who make things. Like people, you know, like people like spend years and years making a film, and yet I have never been more entertained than a local <laughs> parish's Zoom. You know what I mean? Like um which character who do you think you who do you identify with out of the whole parish um dale's ipad you're dale's <laughs> ipad so you think you are dale's ipad well oh, laura. Alid, Alid's ipad. <laughs> you are the Who's ipad it? well laura i have a quiz oh my god how <laughs> does the internet work this fast i have a quiz called which member of the hansford oh. parish council are you now i did it <laughs> I did the quiz. I need to take this quiz now. <laughs> Guess who I got when I did the quiz? Jackie. I am Jackie Weaver. Because yeah. I am Jackie Weaver. Yeah. And I, I, the whole reason people love Jackie Weaver is because they feel seen in Jackie Weaver. It um it did kind of remind me of one, one of our pre's with uh, <laughs> you demanding order over the chaos and everyone. I know. And I have the authority. <laughs> I have the authority. You have no authority here. Um, so here we are on the quiz. Are you ready, Laura? Of I don't think you are, but okay. Okay. You are on a night out. Oh, no, I misread it already. <laughs> oh, good start, good start. Um, okay, question one. Who are you on a night out? The one in the smoking area having some deep chats, arguing with the bouncer for not letting you in, the one dancing, having a great time, the one getting all the drinks in for everyone, the one in the bathroom crying, the one in the bathroom comforting the crying person, the one on a mission to pull. I've been all of these people. <laughs> um, I'd have to say probably arguing with the bouncer. Oh, yes, I could see that. I'm getting flashes of fat, bald, prick gate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Story for another day. What was your favourite subject in school? Maths, English, History, Geography, Art, Music, PE, ICT. English. English, there we go. Okay. Um, What do you do when your mates are arguing? I probably cause the argument, so continue arguing. Defend my friend and get involved in the action. Sit on the sidelines watching and laughing. Try (laughs) that one yeah we had a conversation about this before (laughs) and she said what she said definitely just having a giggle (laughs) what's your typical zoom background a load of books to show off how clever i am nothing i'm not interesting enough oh i'm interesting enough as it is Uh, a few paintings or family photos a nicely decorated wall with a sweet wallpaper the kitchen my musical instruments um i think post i have a poster so the art one i guess a few paintings or family photos Mm. um yeah go on then what do you do when a friend upsets you? Try and have a nice conversation with them about why they did the, the thing. Shout at them. Tell them how disappointed you are in them. Cut them out of your life. No need for toxic energy. Wait for them to apologise. And if it doesn't happen, oh well. 
last one because i'm a pushover mm-hmm. okay where'd you like to spend your friday nights at the cinema at the club at a friend's house having a civilized dinner on a date with my partner at home chilling out or de-stressing from the week at a book club our book club mm-hmm. um, i read what's it called <laughs> read to filth read to filth <laughs> laura oh my god i'm so shit <laughs> at a gig at home having dinner with all the family man, there's so many options um the club the club the club the club how much chaotic energy would you say you have 110 percent, a sensible 74 percent. i'm a solid 50 maybe like 25 i'm the opposite of chaos zero i think 75 yeah i put that as yeah. well very us which sibling are you oldest middle youngest i'm an only child youngest you are the youngest um it's a very stringent quiz as you can it's see very <laughs> thorough <laughs> and finally 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 do you have the authority no, no. You have the authority. <laughs> my answer. I was about to kick out the Zoom. Okay. <laughs> Can I take a result? The angry pair, aka Aladdin pair. Yes! <laughs> angry and chaotic. You cannot be controlled. <laughs> the level of rage that man showed was phenomenal. Oh my god! It's awe inspiring. Just... Awe inspiring. Award winning. <laughs> well. I like what you did there, because moving on to uh, awards, other... Awards. What's the word? Um, awards. <laughs> Scandal. Feuds. Feuds. Actually, it's, it's not even a feud, because I feel like neither of the They two agree. The two parties comp- agree. Have you yeah. Seen- I- yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I meant... Um, yeah, no. No shots, have, <laughs> no shots have been fired yet. Yeah. So this is the, this is the absolute scandal that um, Emily, Emily in Paris, which Emily is the funniest... That's the funniest thing about the whole show. That is, that's the joke. That's the only joke in the show. Yeah. Um, has been oh, going- to be fair, I'd like to take back, well, maybe like five episodes ago where you went, you and your review of Emily in Paris, just keeping this in mind of that it was pure fucking trash. The, in your words. the lowest fucking level of absolute <laughs> shit that you could like manifest your eyes onto. Um. So that, that that has got two Golden Globes Award nominations somehow. Somehow Miss Parry has managed to snatch herself two nominations for the Golden Globes. Meanwhile, mm. Michaela Cole has managed to get zero for I May Destroy You, which was a fucking cultural phenomenon. Like we were all quaking in our fucking boots mm. because of I May Destroy You. And yet she had not a single Golden Globe nomination. You know what I'm going to say? Say it. The cheek, the nerve, the audacity, the gall, and the gumption <laughs> of those awards. How dare they? How, How dare. dare they? I can't believe this. Why? Why? <laughs> go off. Go off. Go off. I just can't. I just can't. I just don't understand the logic. I may destroy you if you haven't watched it. You need to sit yourself down, go on iPlayer and watch the thing. I'm not just saying this because like everyone, like it was a big thing and it was a big wave and everyone said it's amazing. It's amazing. It's like, unlike anything I've seen before. It's so, so creative. This woman puts her whole life and her trauma into this show with no agency. And like, she produced it all herself, wrote it all herself. And she, to be snubbed, snubbed, snubbed. <laughs> snubbed. By I mean, Lily, Co- is it Lily Collins? Lily Collins, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? <laughs> it's not Lily Allen, so who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not Lily Allen, I don't want to know. I mean, oh, it's just. I May Destroy You was fucking amazing. It it drew people in because they were like, it's about rape. And then it was, it was like, no, what it actually was about was about the, the fucking, the spectrum of things that are actually sexual assault. And it was so educational mm. and it brought so many conversations. It talked about queer sexual assault, which I've never seen talked about on TV. Yeah. Um, like, and it talked about, you know, every single thing that it's you the could whole ask. kind of range of cons- like different consent and, but then it's about friendship and it's about identity and it's about race and it's about yeah. just being like young and, what is Emily in Paris Emily in Paris she's fucking in Paris with a croissant she's got a croissant is it (sighs) it's so bad the stuff is so bad that the writer of Emily in Paris (laughs) has said this is wrong (laughs) she said I wrote it 
and I think it is not deserving. <laughs> I think it is shit. Oh, it's just it's just depressing. I mean, I'm not going to go on a whole rant about, you know, awards and how Grammy's, uh, Grammy's so white and all of that. But like, it's just, it's not even the fact that Netflix trash with another white actress has won an award, but just the fact that they're not even in the same reality like Like, it's just not what i mean are you kidding i mean what what kind of credibility does the golden globes have now if they none if that's their criteria for giving out awards like what 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 are they what are they basing it off what are they basing it off racism (laughs) they said they said they said racism yeah so this year it was voted for by racism um i mean it it is crazy and it's crazy that they thought that they could get away with it as well um like yeah who forgot about is livid. who forgot about i may destroy you like do you no, know what I mean? like, never. they forgot about it they're probably there like oh shit yeah i think they're like fuck we forgot about i may <laughs> yeah. destroy you let's just mm-hmm. pretend it came out too late and then they're like fuck emily in paris came out <laughs> later shit we fucked it all up like and also emily in paris basically just colonialism if we think about it like it's but I just, it just has no, like the writer itself is, it's like Emily Par- in Paris came out in the in the height of the Black Lives Matter movement. And it was about this nice little white lady trotting around Paris in a city that's heavily populated by African and Muslim communities that they completely just missed out. And like, and now this, like, it's just. It's actually not even funny anymore. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it was, and all the French people were like, it's too offensive. And like, like everyone, the only reason Emily in Paris, Emily in Paris, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Um, Emily in Paris. Esteemed bit of culture. <laughs> on this Golden Globe nominated series, um, the only reason Emily in Paris got, got attention in the media was because it was so shit. Yeah. Like that was the whole point. We were like, wow, this is so shit. Like, uh, <laughs> what else just, got awarded in this category? Well, I need so, to know. Well, so the, the one thing that should be said is that actually, Emily and Parry got was in the category of like best comedy, and obviously, uh, I may destroy you, and like Michaela Cole would have been in the categories of like best drama actress and best drama. So they're not mm. in the same category. But it's what you said. It's the nerve, the gall, the gumption <laughs> of them to but, give one and not give the other. But why? Why is like I know why Emily Paris in Paris has had so much um response to why it's getting a golden grade because obviously my cats could have written something better. But <laughs> why are they why is this feud so not feud, but why is this new story so centered around those two shows? Why why aren't we well, I think paying attention I, to the other shows. I think it's because everyone was like, well, it was because everyone was like, I May Destroy You was so fucking good and Emily in Paris was so fucking shit. And they're like, yeah. how? Therefore, how are these? Like, I, the main story is that I May Destroy You got snubbed. But yeah. then and they're like, well, let's just, it's not like, it, basically they're saying, it's not like we had a, a great year for TV. In fact, I think we had one of the worst years for TV um, in a long time, at least looking at mm. these Golden Globe nominations. Like, I'm sure there are things that I've forgotten about that haven't got nominated. But looking at these nominations, I'm like, this is shit. I mean... There, another big outrage is that James Corden, have you seen that? Yeah. You played a, a very, I haven't seen it, but I've been told you played a very offensive caricature of a gay man on Ryan Murphy's prom. Um, and he got a Golden Globe nomination for that. Um, you know, I, we didn't get nominated for an SRA, an equal scandal. Oh, <laughs> an equal scandal. I mean, Michaela, we know your pain. We pour our soul into this. Basically the same level. Yeah. Um, Snubbed. We I just stopped. don't know how some how someone can create a piece of art that is so complex in so many levels Poignant. and get any kind of recognition. Yeah. When that shit can just <laughs> shit. Just shit. I'm oh, looking no. forward to um the crossover. I may destroy Emily in Paris, where Michaela <laughs> Cole comes for fucking Lily Collins for nicking her fucking Golden Globe nominations. I would like to see that. With the pink wig. She, yeah. oh God, I might watch it again. She, she's got my vote. She's got my vote. That's <laughs> yeah. all I'm At least her. if there's one thing you do, don't, don't snub. I may destroy you. Give it, give it the love it deserves. <laughs> you know? 
Yeah. Um, I, uh, I don't know. It's just one day it'll be us getting snubs. Oh, and... completely. It, one day it'll be us getting kicked off the AQA course. <laughs> <laughs> I'll listen back to this episode and be like, they talked about wanking. Mm-mm. Oh, off they go. Imagine uh, we, we would never be able to get onto the AQA course. That's sad. Oh, well. I don't think we've given enough to deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. We're on year one. Yeah. Give it some time. Early days still. Um, but yeah, I guess that's... Yeah, we hope you enjoyed this uh, mixed bag. Mixed <laughs> bag. It's usual mixed bag. Um, mixed bag. We, we jump. But as always, let us know if um, anything we talked about has lit a fire in your loins and you'd like to have more <laughs> of a discussion and read read the face the face what's it called my sentient face mask let me get the full name i it's just it's a free pdf online everyone so please do please do enjoy um chuck my handsome stage of chuck tingles my handsome sentient face mask protects me despite the ridis- ridiculous conspiracy theories that he won't also he pounds my butt um you can you can watch i may destroy you and then read that just to bring your iq level back down to normal. hot and cold you yeah. know oh, light shade before we leave i have a one more question What's better? The Chuck Tingle or Emily in Paris? I can see I would like a Chuck Tingle novel. Uh, I, I I get pounded in the butt by Emily in Paris's undeserved Golden Globe nominations. <laughs> My sentient croissant. <laughs> Ooh, flaky. <laughs> um, but yeah, tell, send us in your comments. Tell us what you what you think. And as always... Keep it snapping. Keep it cackling. Keep it puffing. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>